down, me sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2pm. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2pm. How's everybody doing? Oh, half of, half the audience is leaving, so we're doing really well. Love this ladies in here. Yeah. Right? Love the ladies. Um, I thought about becoming a lesbian recently. I tried it. I went on one date. I switched my settings to male and female, which I think put me in the official category. Um... Yeah, I went on one date and I didn't like her, which I could just see all of her insecurities in myself. It just, yeah, it was interesting. Um, I just turned 30, which feels really good. Um, Yeah, I feel like I was born to be 30. And as a 30-year-old, obviously clock is ticking, uh, trying to have a baby as soon as possible which is actually why I started doing comedy, because I hear that male comics have the most amount of unused sperm. Yeah. Let's get this party started. Why not? I think it's a birthday boy, right? Facebook told me it was someone's birthday today. Um, Yeah, looking forward to that. We'll see what you have to say as a (laughs) 19-year-old. You know nothing. You know nothing, and I'm very jealous. Um, Let's bring up our first comedian. She's awesome. She brings tuna on hikes so she doesn't have to share with anybody. Uh, Let's give it up for Annette Mullaney. It's true, man. Just, like, that's how I'm going to survive the apocalypse is fucking having tuna. Nobody wants that shit. It smells terrible. Great source of protein, though. Very easily manageable. Uh, going on a hike tomorrow, no one will try to take my food. <laughs> very, very excited about that. Man, I'm, I like how you've written off women because you went on a date with one. <laughs> like, if I had done that with dudes, like, 
even if I had like gone on say 10 dates or like my last 10 dates, I could have written off all dudes. Uh, I probably should at this point. Um, I know a lot of women who are bisexual and I just do not get it. Like if you're into women sexually, why are you even fucking with dudes? at all ever and most of them honestly just tell me uh that dudes are the ones who ask them out right like other women don't ask them out and i'm like you guys y'all are fucking up because at this point i'd say like 60 percent of all women i know are bi or lesbian so just start fucking asking each other out make these dudes thirstier i'm down um speaking of men men huh men ugh god all the same in that each of them is like a little bit different and they all got their own hopes and dreams and wants and aspirations and individual quirks and it's bullshit. Uh, do, you guys, do you guys ever find like uh, dudes keep trying to lock it down, right? You're just out there trying to get some ass and these dudes are trying to trick you into going to a farmer's market. <laughs> Right, I know this is not the common complaint I hear from culture, right? It's that dudes are fuckboys. They want to hit it and quit it. Uh, I find, I don't know, a couple years ago I got divorced. I was not trying to have anyone steal any of my money anymore. I was just looking, just looking for some fun. And instead, I kept finding dudes that want relationships, dudes that want children. <laughs> Dudes that are like, hey, so uh, we've been banging for like three months now. My parents are going to be at brunch, no pressure, but they'd like to meet you. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't get it. Like, is it because I have childbearing hips? Is there something about me <laughs> that reads like, you should get in a relationship with this? Um, oh, God, it's fucking terrible. Um, I just, where are these dudes, you know, the just want sex dudes, right? Like, I do got to say, the hit it and quit it dudes... They might exist, but I assume that neither of us called each other back, right? I think a lot of dudes think they're hitting it and quitting it, but it doesn't count as ghosting if you're also not getting contacted, dude. Like, a one-night stand is just a failed audition. You haven't, you're not doing well. Like, just sex is great, but if you did any good, I would call you back. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's weird. You know, though, you know who does give good sex? The best sex. Dude's trying to trap you into a relationship. <laughs> oh, my God. If they want to lock it down, they're fucking going down on you before you bang, after you bang. They're like, where are you going to get this girl? Are you going to go back out there with those fuck boys? And I'm like, God damn it. Uh, so I'm dating now. Thank you. Got a boyfriend. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, what is your guys' favorite time to bang of, like, the day? Oh, God, I hate morning bangs. Like, that's not true. If you had said my preferred one, then I would have agreed with you. Uh, morning bangs are disgusting to me. Like, oh, hey, how's it going? Don't put your mouth on my mouth. Oh, the fuck? Um, my favorite type of bang is an afternoon bang, right? Afternoon delight, let's say around 5 p.m. when the sun starts setting, so you get that really flattering golden light. Uh, it's really, it's a lot better than the fluorescent light that is going to happen at like midnight. Um, problem is my dude hates afternoon bangs. Yeah, because it messes up his hair. 
and he doesn't want to have to go through with that again. I wish that wasn't a joke. Uh, <laughs> he's, really, he's really particular about his hair. But I figured out a way to get my afternoon bang in. So the other day, had a little anxiety attack at around 3 p.m., yeah, no, it was chill. Called up Bay. I was like, hey, oh my God, I'm dying. Everything's terrible. He said, hey, don't worry about it. Went over to his place, walked around the block, ended back up in his bed. He's comforting me. Oh, comforting turns into something a little bit more physical. Got that afternoon bang. What's up? Yeah, better than a Xanax. <laughs> Works every time. Luckily, I've been having frequent panic attacks. Yeah, that was a wink for the radio audience. <laughs> Uh, okay, I got a minute. Let's see. You guys fans of Sylvia Plath? Yeah. Ah, right? Pioneer in the marketing world. Little known fact about her. This is due to uh, when... Do you know what the second... I fucked this all up. The second to last thing she did with her oven was that she baked a cake for her children so that when they found her dead body because she killed herself with her oven, they would find a cake as well, right? Bundling bad news with good. I have a, <laughs> I have a mixed feeling about this, because um, like I put myself in her kid's position, and I'm like, wow, if I found my mom's dead body next to a cake, it would be so sad, but it would also be bittersweet, because it would be the first time my mom has ever encouraged me to eat. Oh. All right, thank you guys so much. Give it up for your host. Let's give it up for Annette Mullaney, everybody. Coming in on a Friday. Uh, your next comic is very funny. Coming to the stage, Melissa Dittrich. You pronounced my last name perfectly. Thank you, it's rare. Um, my One of my friends in high school, she would call me Melissa Dick Ranch. Um, but I'm not in high school anymore. Um, I'm Melissa. I, my mom wrote her senior thesis on Sylvia Plath. Um, unlike Sylvia Plath, my mom did not make, bake me a cake before she killed herself. <laughs> um, I, so I turned 24 recently and I'm wondering how much longer I can say that because it was like earlier this month. I'm like, when I turned 25, kind of like I turned 24 recently. Um, it's kind of a dumb age. It's like I can, I'm legally allowed to drink, but I still can't rent a car, which like I want to do, obviously. Um, I, so I was like planning a party as one does because my landlord, landlords were out of town, which is the San Francisco version of your parents being out of town. Um, so I like invited a bunch of people over and then it got closer to the date and then they're like, when is it? Like, when should we be there? Whose birthday is it again? And then you just realize like, I don't want to see any of you people. Um, how about you all just go to a bar and tell everyone it's Melissa's birthday and that's how you can celebrate me. Um, I, so I turned 24. I'm boning a 22 year old and yeah, thank you. Would it be, would I get the woos if I was boning like a 30-year-old? I don't know. <laughs> no, not okay. Um, he, weirdly, it's the best sex I've ever had, probably because I haven't fucked any, like, good guys before that. Um, should also think about turning to women. I don't know. Um, 
he so we have like really great sex and um with him the first time this ever happened to me i squirted which is like not a good term for it because it's really just like flooding the bed um i so like totally stained his bed or whatever and this has never happened to me but i didn't want him to know that so i was like oh yeah it's totally happened before um and i oh sorry and (laughs) and he was like oh it's because it's my 22nd birthday and i didn't know that he was that much younger than me so i thought like i can't let his ego get this high he's so young so i left immediately (laughs) um i looked up what the fluid that comes out of a woman is and found out that it's 80 percent urine and (laughs) yeah pam doesn't agree with this um, but this is what the internet says. It's 80% urine and 20% mystery female fluid. So the, the squirting scientists were like, they're like, we don't know what this other 20% is, but we're not going to look it up because it can't, like, who gives a fuck? Um, we care. But anyway, it's probably magic or something. Um, Anyway, I wish I could go back in time and tell myself in seventh grade when I was still wetting the bed, someday guys will beg you to do this. Um, I was thinking like this, I'm going to mutiny. This is going to be recorded. Like I can show my dad my stand up. And now I'm, (laughs) he's not that kind of dad. So I'm thinking it would be really inappropriate. (laughs) Um, I really like, do you guys like podcasts? I'm assuming you do. Yeah, we're all here, right? Um, I also love podcasts. And, you know, the ads are usually all the same. They're like underwear. And I'm like, yeah, I wear underwear. I'll buy $15 pairs of underwear on the internet. And they're like mattresses. And I'm like, yeah, someday I'll be able to afford a mattress. Um, But I think they're getting more targeted to their audience. So I'm finding out what kind of demographics listen to the same podcast as me. And I've so far heard ads for erectile dysfunction and um, early pattern baldness. So I know what kind of podcasts I listen to at least. Um, I got an IUD recently. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, it's kind of rare because I feel like it's usually for um, ladies who have been pregnant. But I was just fucking over my period. Um, I did not want to be bleeding out of my vagina every month. And I got an IUD. Um, and found out that you actually bleed for five months in order not to bleed for five years. Um, so I'm still in that stage. I'm wearing a pad right now. It's really great. Makes me feel super sexy. Um, but yeah, so I made the commitment to not be pregnant for five years, which is actually the longest commitment I've ever made. And getting my period for five months is the second longest commitment I've ever made. All right. I think I'm done, but thank you guys. You've been great. Give it up for Melissa, everybody. She she was really speaking to me. I'm a squirter too. Um, and let me give you a little advice. Get some wee wee pads, because that's super helpful. Yeah. Doggy piddle pads. There's a dual market. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, also, I w- I've been talking a lot about my IUD. You, like, we need to chat after this. Yeah, let me tell you how your future goes. It's not well. 
All right. Uh, coming to the stage, he's a super funny dude, Ustav Dixit. How you guys doing? Thank you for that warm introduction. I've never met before. <laughs> like first time actually on Facebook was this afternoon because we're doing a show tomorrow, so I'm just prepping. So some of you guys must have heard these jokes previously, and if you haven't, um, laugh. And if you have, uh, laugh. Um, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Utsav, and people get it wrong all the time. You got it wrong too, so I'm going to help you guys out. Um, I tell people all the time, it's Utsav, okay? U-T-S-A-V. Utsav. Can you guys say it? Utsav. Not bad. I'll go to a Starbucks, order a cappuccino, tell the barista my name. I go, Utsav. She goes, what's up? Like, no. <laughs> Utsav, okay? U-T-S-A-V. Utsav. Get my cup back. Gustavo. <laughs> Not a good time to be a Gustavo in America. Um, any of you guys hip-hop fans? Doesn't really look like it. Any Kanye West fans? Oh. No. <laughs> Kanye West Twitter is on fire right now. Oh, my God. I will bestow upon the dragon energy. <laughs> what? Jesus is his album. That's, that's actually my favorite album of his. Yeah. <laughs> One of the tracks on Jesus is titled, I Am a God. <laughs> Questionable as fuck. And the lyrics go something like this. I am a God. So hurry up with my damn massage. In a French-ass restaurant. So hurry up with my damn croissants. <laughs> why is Kanye getting massages in a French restaurant? And why is Kanye mid-massage carb loading, you guys? I, um, I don't get it. I, I grew up in India and moved to this country 10 years ago. 2018 is my 10-year anniversary in America. Yeah. I grew, up in a, I grew up in a small town called Hyderabad. Uh, small, really 10 million people, nothing big. And... Um, Although I moved here from Hyderabad, I feel like I could do a way better job at rapping than Kanye West can. Except the title of my track would be, I Am a Fob. <laughs> and the lyrics would go something like this. I am a fob. All the way from Hyderabad. In an Indian restaurant. So hurry up with my garlic naan. <laughs> oh, stop it. When I, when I do that joke at uh, Indian weddings, they'd be like, where's the garlic naan? I need some garlic. People start running around and shit. <laughs> uh, what was my next joke? Oh, yeah, Indians. Um, <laughs> that's the title of that joke, Indians. Because like, we're not too big in hip-hop, really. We're not too big in Hollywood. There's no Indian superheroes in Hollywood. There's no like brown dude on the Avengers, right? My theory is that there's no Indians in superheroes right because we have all these hindu gods with all these amazing superpowers like let me tell you about my favorite hindu god his name is lord krishna and lord krishna has the universe in his mouth like they teach you like oh you know he's got the whole world in his hands fuck that he's got the universe in his mouth and he can balance a mountain range on his pinky and he's got blue skin he's like the black panther of brown people you guys <laughs> did you know that lord krishna has got one main wife eight principal queens, and over 16,000 junior wives. 16,000. That's where side bitches in the weekend can handle. 16,000. They were practicing polyamory way before that shit was training on Twitter. You know how many side bitches I have? Zero. 
which is why I masturbate. Don't tighten up on masturbation. <laughs> Kanye West, sure. Masturbation, nah. Y'all masturbate. Most of us masturbate. Many of us are not getting laid tonight. Newsflash. Most of us will go home and masturbate. The rest of us will just go to bed. That's, that's like San Francisco dating culture. That's the summary of it, right? City of the Golden Gate. We don't date. We masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll be jerking off and I'll be thinking about a girl. I'll be like, oh, she's got a great body. And she understands data science. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. I need to do my taxes. Because there's a vast difference in mental clarity for men pre-jerk off as opposed to post-jerk off, right? Because pre-jerk off, you're like, you're horny. There's testosterone all over the place, right? You're walking around like a gorilla, just like at the bar ordering drinks for women at last call. You've been there. I've been there, too. But post-jerk off, it's like shit is clear. You just snorted some Adderall. Like this cup is too close to the edge. It needs to be right here. Happens all the time, man. Um, I don't know. I got to get out of here. Uh, my, uh, I've been doing comedy a couple months now, and um, people, you know the shit's going well when like people already confuse you for more successful Indian comics? Um, it's true, this happened to me at Cobbs last month. Um, comic walks up to me and goes, yo, you did pretty good, man. You should headline next time. I was like, sure, but I'm not Sid Singh. Why'd you call me Sid Singh? Like, that's not, <laughs> that's not my name. I know. <laughs> um, and then one of my friends walked up to me and he goes, yo, man. Listen up, are you trying to be the next Aziz? And I was like, yo, man, listen up. <laughs> How could you be so dumb? <laughs> I am not Aziz. <laughs> I didn't stick my fingers in her mouth. Y'all read that Me Too article. And that's how Aziz ruined it for all Indians. All right, that's my time. Thank you, guys. Everybody. It was actually spelled Ustav on the list. So I definitely would have said Utsav had I seen it correctly. Or maybe I'm just dyslexic. Um, all right, let's give it up for your next comedian, Rong Zhao. Speaking of speaking of names, my name is Ron, R-O-N-G. I love my name because my name sounds like meditation. You guys ready? Ron. Ron. I bet some of you don't feel like smoking anymore. I bet some of you, your pain is going away. I bet some of you feel more relaxed now. You might feel the relaxation from the top of the roof to the tip of your toe. Three, two, just relax and give me 10 bucks. <laughs> just kidding. Always want to try hypnosis on the stage. I was born on an island off the coast of China called Japan. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm Chinese actually. In Australia, it's called I'm Chinese. <laughs> I, I once asked my dad, Dad, why do we live on an island? And she said, 
sheep ranch. You know, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to die alone by myself. <laughs> I came to the U.S. five and a half years ago. And I still remember at that time when I was at the airport with my, my family. It was so touching. Everyone was crying except my family. My dad, my mom's like, Ron, you, sh you always drink, drink warm water. Don't drink ice water or you're going to die. <laughs> and go to Stanford, then get married. My dad's like, son, you have honored this family. Now go, go make more money. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to miss you guys. Are you going to visit me at some point? And my mom's like, yeah, whenever you get married. So at least I will see you three times. <laughs> um, after I came to the US, there were a, a lot of things that I didn't understand. For example, happy hour. I was like, if people are spending their Friday afternoon in a bar by themselves, I don't think they're happy. <laughs> I think they're really sad. <laughs> Another thing, fortune cookies. Like, I don't understand. Because in China, we call it cookies. Because <laughs> it has like a piece of paper in that, like it means that you're fortune. Like, I don't get it. First, your kids might choke on it if they eat the paper. Second, everybody gets nice words. You know, if I were to make fortune cookies myself, do you know what I want to put on that piece of paper? You're a motherfucking beast. <laughs> Give fucking tips to that, to that Chinese waitress. You are going to die. Another thing I didn't understand, whoa, that's pretty um, brutal outside. How's it going? Hey, I like your dogs. Another, hello, are you listening to my jokes? <laughs> Another thing I, I don't understand is that, you know, it's just, <laughs> there's so many things I don't understand, like why dogs are, are like that. Um, yeah, so like people there, like I was surprised that people making eye contact with you here, right? Because when I first made an eye contact with a, with a girl, I was so excited. So I called my mom. Hey mom, I made an eye contact with a girl. And she's like, you're saying you're getting married? <laughs> I was like, no, I made an eye contact with a girl. She's like, you got her pregnant? That's the only thing my mom cared about. Like last time I asked my mom, hey mom, what's your favorite food? You're getting married. <laughs> I, I, um, I went to school in Arizona because it was cheap and I heard it was very warm there. Because apparently there was a mistranslation between, the, between Chinese and English for the word warm. Because it's hot as hell there. In fact, it's so hot that there's no hot yoga in Arizona. <laughs> People go to hot yoga studio just to get out of the heat. In Arizona, actually, everything you do is hot yoga. 
Like bending down to tie your shoes, that's hot yoga. Like grabbing something from the top shelf, that's hot yoga. Lying on your back, that's hot yoga. If you get a yogurt and put it in the car, that's hot yogurt. I'll end here. Thank you, guys. Let's give it up for Ron Zhao. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so I one time got a fortune cookie that said, you like Chinese food, which is just a matter-of-fact statement. I feel like, I don't know, that's the best fortune cookie I've ever gotten. All right, your next comic coming to the stage, it's his birthday today, which is super exciting. One year closer to death. Let's give it up for Max Mokinen. Right? Yeah, it was all right. Thank you very much. Uh, it's not bad. It's, you know, I mean, it, it took Pam like two months to get it right. So if you, you have like another month and 30 days and you'll still be ahead of the curve. Yeah, it's my birthday. I figured what better way to celebrate than come here, you know? It's a Friday night, I'm still in my 20s, and I'm just gonna be here, you know? <laughs> it was either this or go home and read, so I figure this is pretty good. And there's dogs here, so it's it's gonna be a rough crowd, right? Is uh, that, all right. I, I can't tell if you guys like that just because it's my birthday or because that was actually, <laughs> I'll probably never be able to use that joke again either because I don't, it's not every day that a dog, dogs walk in and what do you get, eh, never mind. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I was here last week, too, for, like, it was 420 last week, and just everybody was smoking. It was, it was like the, the tunnel at a Miami Hurricanes football game. It was just filled, <laughs> filled with smoke, you know? I don't know. <laughs> like, watching a bunch of stoners celebrate 420 is like watching a bunch of fat people celebrate their cheat day. <laughs> You're like, is today really any different for you guys? Like, because I'm... I'm pretty sure this is how you guys behave every day, you know? This is like, you're not going to see an Amish person celebrate, like, giving up their smartphone, you know? You're going to be like, Jebediah, you never had one to begin with. That's, I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, let's see. How's everybody doing? <laughs> Any particular reason? Just out of the house. Do you usually just stay in the house all day? Like, uh, like a, oh, okay, so it's not because you're like a vampire or something? <laughs> Okay, has anybody got any garlic? We can <laughs> That's a th That's a thing, right? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know about vampires, all right? I uh I was talking to a coworker of mine earlier today and he used that expression those in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. And I was like if I lived in a glass house, not being able to throw stones would be the least of my concerns, you know. I'd be like, "How am I going to go to the bathroom in private?" or, you know. <laughs> the curtains for this place are going to cost a fortune. Like I need I need to buy curtains for the floor. Like that's weird. Like People be like, do the does the do the carpet match the drapes? And I'd be like, they're the same thing in this house. Like it's the, they're no different. And like I wouldn't be able to participate in knock knock jokes, because like my front door's made out of glass. I already know who's there. I don't have to ask. They'd be like knock knock, and I'd be like, you're an orange. I can see you. Come on in and. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, cause like the door's clear, so you're just like, hey, you know, like don't even just <laughs> like I. I know it's it's like it'd be like if George knocked on the window right now. I'd I'd be like I can see you, George. Like, <laughs> how you doing back there, George? You doing good? 
Okay, all right. That didn't really didn't really help me come up with a joke, but all right. <laughs> um, let's see. All right, I think how am I doing? I might just end there. I think. I, oh yeah, that's right. Pam got mad at me for going under once. Uh, one minute, two minute. Because I want to. <laughs> this is my birthday. I shouldn't have to work so hard. Ah <laughs> oh, man, let's see. The dogs are still walking around. Is is that like a red necklace or what are we? He's trying to steal the money. <laughs> All right, I, I think I will end. Been <laughs> going for Annie. Birthday boy. All right, your next comic coming to the stage, Xavier Campos. guys i'm not a vampire i just i'm very very pale because there's no sun in san francisco i was like 10 shades darker i'm actually mexican i know you can't tell uh being mexican's weird in san francisco you know because people aren't used to seeing you unless you're painted on a wall they're like what like i didn't know the the 3d technology got so good um (laughs) yeah you know uh and it's weird like I have to travel to get Mexican food, and I've never had to do that ever before in my life. I just always had to go to the kitchen or just make food, and that was all of a sudden Mexican food, and now I have to go to you know, I'm the mission district. It's, it's nice and special. Um, you know, somebody actually wanted to take a picture of me. I think I'm going to be on the corner over here on 21st and Ford. <laughs> it's going to be really nice. Um, this isn't my set at all. I'm just really inspired by this guy's birthday and him calling me a vampire. <laughs> um, so uh, I love San Francisco. You guys look great. I think I would follow each and every one of you on social media, right? That, let's get right into it, right? Let's just be besties right up front. All your pictures liked by 4 a.m. Right off the bat, huh? Let's get straight to it. 4 a.m. is that weird time. Like, did he stay up late or wake up early? I don't know. There's a lot of creeps like that I'm noticing. But one thing that you can notice uh, is, or one thing you can actually be sure of is they are masturbating. They are masturbating to you. But <laughs> it's, it's such a weird thing, right? Because, like, as men, I, I never feel like we get anything that women go through. Like, like uh, my sister was trying to explain the Me Too movement to me, and I was like, well, I got groped in line at a Ralph Lauren one time, but I just didn't buy the shirt. Like, it didn't really affect me other than that. And, like, that's that's just what I mean, right? Like, we just don't get things. Like, um, I don't really know where I'm going. This is kind of new. <laughs> um, I, like, like uh, let's just put a pin in that. Um, another thing that I don't understand is um, thanking people that aren't in the military for their military service. Is anybody hip to this? Like, I saw a State Farm commercial recently, and there's this woman on there, and she was like, you know, I chose State Farm because my husband's in the military, and they remember to thank me for my service, and that's what made me choose State Farm. And I was like, what kind of bullshit is that, right? <laughs> like, like, imagine if my wife was in the military and I was like, guys, guys, I didn't choose State Farm because they didn't thank me for Teresa's service. Can you believe that shit? <laughs> but hold on, let's put a pin in that too for a second, right? Because what is this all really about? I noticed um, I'm just an unhappy person, right? Because what is thanking somebody or what is understanding what somebody's going through? What is th- what is that really? You know, it it takes no effort, it takes no energy, but for some reason I just like to sit back like, no. 
I, like, like, why am I being so withholding? Like, I think it's because I've never had anything that anybody's ever wanted. So it's just like, right? I think that's really what it is. So it's just like, as soon as anybody has one little thing, I'm like, well, why does she deserve to be happy? Why does she deserve to be proud? Why does she deserve to be safe? Like, like I, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, that's really what it breaks down to. And then I, I, I don't know where, where I'm going with that, guys, but it's something to think about, you know? It's something to think about. There's a lot of slashes I'm noticing because I'm looking for a new place in um, San Francisco. There's a lot of slashing when you're looking for housing up here, right? There's a lot of like kitchen slash bathroom slash living room slash. <laughs> I'm like, oh my, that just sounds like a box with a couple of faucets in it. I don't know. <laughs> you know, uh, my first place living up here, they, there was just like plywood and it was like, it used to be a patio, but somebody just knocked up plywood and like, you live here now. And then um, there was just tissue like right where the plywood met the actual house and then like, it would just shake in the wind like that. That acted as my AC slash proof I was living a sad, sad life, you guys. <laughs> I needed to do better. Okay, um, I'm gonna try out another new thing. I'm gonna tell you guys the story. You guys know JGL, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right? You guys like him, right? He's an actor. One time I got smacked in the head by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And I'll tell you the story. I was at Sundance Film Festival, falls on my birthday. I was lucky enough to go one year. I, I like sit down next to him by accident. I was just about as sick as I am now. And he like gets terrified, like all these people are looking at me and I'm like, oh, okay, is that your manager right there? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, all right. Like I, we switch seats. I go over, like I talk to my sister. I'm like, oh dude, guess what? Joseph Gordon-Levitt's over there. I'm gonna stand right here. I'm gonna duck at the last second. You're totally gonna get a picture of this guy. She's like, all right, all right, all right. She goes for it, completely misses, completely misses. All right, we have to go again, we have to go again. By this time, it's caught on. Everybody in theater's like, oh my God, there's somebody famous in the theater. Everything goes on. I don't know if you guys have ever gone to like a film festival or anything like that. There's usually a Q&A on the afterwards. But afterwards like that, they like shut all the lights off. They let everybody famous kind of like leave and then like everybody that's a fan gets to stay. Well, the lights turn off and then I hear, is that the guy? Is that the guy? <laughs> yeah. And he just smacks me in the head and just darts <laughs> off. And then for years and years, I was like, you know what? If I see Justin Gordon-Levitt, it's fucking on, man. Like, you know, I, I don't care. Like, I, it, it's fucking going down, right? And then I, I started thinking about it. It kind of reminds me of my point I was making earlier. Like, what am I so mad at, guys? Like, clearly I understand that I inconvenienced this guy. He was just trying to take a picture. He was just trying to watch a movie. But I had a fan out. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck that. That was the same year he was in Batman, you guys. That was the same year. Thousands of cameras in his face. I could have taken one picture with him easily. He did not have to smack me in the head. All right, you guys have been great. Thank you. Your next comic coming coming to the stage. I don't know her, but I already really like her. Let's give it up for Cindy Solomon. I'm Cindy Solomon, and I've been doing a bunch of traveling. I just got back from the East Coast. Uh, but uh, I arrived in the United States two generations ago, uh, just saying on my mother's side, on my father's side, uh, one and a half generations, it's unclear. Um, but uh, my name is Cindy Solomon. Does anyone tweet here? Uh, I'm on Twitter. You can follow me, Cindy F. Solomon, 
anyone a professional? I'm on LinkedIn, CF Solomon, you can follow me. Is anyone uh, sex positive? I'm on FetLife, GG, you can follow me. Uh, and um, before Craigslist shut down the personals, I was Cougar BBW Chesty, <laughs> or um, Pillow Princess Seeking Stone Butch, depending on where you were looking. Um, but they shut it down to prevent me from sex trafficking any further. So, um, but I will say that that was my source of these really cool things, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, anyone play Game of War? I'm a great girl 150 on Game of War. <laughs> um, and my recent porn sex search terms has been Irish gangbangs. Any questions? Uh, okay, so let's see, what was I talking about? Sex trafficking, uh, no, let's get, you know, um, was I also talking about um, incels? You know, those involuntary celibate, poor white uh, guys um, who don't get laid? Anyway, I have some uh, tips for them. But before I go there, let's see, I had a birthday last month. I've been on the planet uh, about 20,000 days, give or take a few thousand. Um, and a few things have changed. Um, I was a young widow. I raised three kids. I didn't date for a long time. I was a voluntary celibate um, <laughs> while I was raising my three kids. Um, and some things have changed for the good. I've been in tech, so I, I, I embraced computers very young. Um, but. Um, you know, when I was growing up, if you wanted to see the other gender's anatomy, uh, you had to babysit to diaper them, <laughs> or you uh, had to sit in the dark in the back of a car. Um, these days, they have these new things. I don't know if you heard of them. They're called dick pics, <laughs> uh, which I used to get a lot of when I was on Craigslist, and I think it's a great thing um, because you get to see what the if you're into men, what they have to offer before you have to meet them. And you certainly, you don't even have to do a one night stand with them. They're very happy to show you everything, you know, their family jewels. Um, but I've become quite a connoisseur of them. So I have some tips on, for those guys who uh, have done it once or twice or want to do it, I have some tips for in, improving the quality of your dick pics. So the first thing is that when you're taking the picture, um, think about the audience. Think about your target <laughs> audience that you want to view your picture. You know, don't take it from your point of view. Take it from the point of view of the woman, for me, for example, of how I'm going to be viewing it. You know, show it in your best light. Really set up the lighting. Um, say, think about <laughs> angles. You know, look at it from various <laughs> angles. Take it from your best point of view and use some makeup. You know, bring out your contours. You know, as a matter of fact, get some help taking the picture. You really need a second party feedback. You know, more than just looking in the mirror, because the mirror is reversing how you're seeing it. You want to see it, you know, get some feedback and um, get a fluffer. You know, you know, just get show off at your best point of view to make me interested in seeing what you're going to bring to the table. Um, and uh, while, while we're at that, um, what, are, what are the other things? Angles, lightings, fluffers, oh, limbs. 
there's a debate about whether you should include other limbs. Um, I'm all for seeing the balls. I want to see the whole package. Um, you know, some people don't want to see the, the hands or other things. So definitely do not show your dirty laundry. And best if it's you're not, you know, showing your um, pillow in your unmade bed. So anyway, I was in New York. I told that joke, no laughs. I usually get a lot of laughs. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm bombing. The thing is, like, I thought if I was going to bomb, I'd feel like I was dying. But I was like, I'm killing it. What's wrong with this audience? <laughs> so afterwards, I get off. And one of the guys, turns out it was all men in the audience, um, not young men. Um, it was Manhattan. It was a dive in Soho. One of the guys came up to me afterwards very remorsefully. And I thought, oh, he's going to give me feedback on I didn't tell the joke right or they, you know, I, I didn't know what it was. He said, look, you have to understand, we can't afford fluffers. <laughs> so, <laughs> so thank you. I'm Cindy Solomon. Thanks for doing this. Has anybody been noticing what's going on, what's going down yeah. here? It's kind of hot. <laughs> All the dick pic talk has definitely been getting some pooches going. Um, are they in the way? Do you need me? No, not at all. I like that. I like that. It's like the most I've seen in a long time. <laughs> all right. It's unrequited. No. Is it? Well, she's, she likes girls, and the other girl doesn't like girls. So one of them just had a ba had some babies. Is that wrong? Yeah, the the one that likes girls, she also likes boys. Yeah, a lot of lot of nipple going on there. Yeah, her babies are eight months old. Amazing. Yeah, love it. All right, your next comic coming to the stage. She's very funny, just all around great lady, Pam Benjamin. Everybody. going for Annie Bernstein, your host, and these dogs and their nipples. It is, there is, I, reason number 47 not to have kids. Is that, is that what's going to happen to my nipples? Is that, is that what I have to look, I'm never having children. I'm not going to do that. Nine kids, eight nipples. That is just, that's not enough time for anyone. It's like 790% side boob around her. Uh, I was thinking about an idea. I want to make a million dollars. And uh, I think that the weed industry is the way to do that now. And I'm considering uh, learning how to lactate my own breasts because I don't want to have kids, but I eat so much weed that I feel like I could produce... Exactly, right? Let's save the vegans. You're already on board with it. I fucking love it. Exactly, right? Like, well, in breast... So, so here's the thing is breast milk... Vegans don't like to eat things without consent. So you can't walk up to a cow and be like, I'm going to murder your baby and then take your milk and turn it into cheese. The cow's like, can't give you consent. But if we, I will give you consent. We can take my boob milk and we can give it to the vegans. If they breastfeed their own children, if I make TH cheese, they will eat it. What I'm saying is that I smoke and, and eat so much weed that why am I wasting my body like this? Like there should be a way, like I should be able to collect my pee and like, do something with it and breathe. There's got to, why am I wasting all this THC? It's being absorbed in my fat and I'm saying, let's, let's use my body in the way that God intended to save the vegans. A TH, THP smoothie. TH cheese. See, you know, the thing is, but 
breast milk is weird, but breast milk is cool because it has like 22% fat, so it's like, it's, it really has really good fat, which making, I mean, maybe a, maybe a breast milk creme brulee would be nice, right? So like take the THC breast milk and then, okay, we're getting off the, I think a lot about, I touch baby dicks for money. That's one of the things I do. I'm a nanny, so I, sorry, I touch, I touch a lot of 18 month old dicks. Uh, I'm really happy with the people I nanny for right now. They went with the circumcision, his choice, his decision, and that's great. Uh, it, but wow, it is you, it is hard to peel. What I'm saying, if, you don't have to touch a lot of baby dicks. If you put an 18-month-old child in six inches of water, he will play with his own dick. It's like they clean it themselves. It's like a self-young child. I hang out with a lot. I've been... Uh, People are like, oh, you're pretty, you're thin or whatever. They walk around with the babies and they're like, you just had a baby. I'm like, no, I, I'm the nanny. But I'm doing this new thing. It's it's nanny core 2.0. It's like you're walking up the hill. You push the stroller away from you. It's like, and you switch your hands so you can work the underside of the, the bye-bye arms, try to get rid of that. And uh, if you've been working out for more than 20 minutes, your body actually starts to burn fat. And if you smoke as much pot as I do, when you get to the top of the hill, you're really high. And you're like, we made it to the top of the hill. We're at the park. Let's have fun. And then we let you like plank in weird places in the thing. It's great. It's a great diet because um, I only eat what the kid doesn't eat. So we eat a lot of half a cheese sticks. I eat like four raspberries. I'm like, yeah. What I've learned is that I have to eat my half of the yogurt first. You don't, that's so gross. Why would you feed the child first? No, not on the yogurt. I eat half the, that new Noosa stuff, I'm telling you. Woo, those rich, I nanny for people, they have nine kinds of cheeses. <laughs> people are like, why do you nanny some? I'm like, nine kinds of cheeses in the cheese drawer. Like the truffle tremoir, what the fuck? Who are you people? Why am I only getting paid $20 an hour? <laughs> the cheese is worth more than me. You know, that's like, that's how, when they leave me like their leftovers, they're like, oh yeah, we had the, you know, like the truffle pasta the other day, whatever. Like the child, when a four-year-old's like, mommy, I want some more of that midnight moon goat Gouda. It's like, <laughs> something is wrong, San Francisco. <laughs> Children shouldn't know the difference between goat and sheep milk. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. They're like all little, can we go to Whole Foods and hang out? I hang out with a lot of small children. Uh, I was hanging out with two twin four-year-olds, and this was very cute, and I like to foster creative play, right? So, because um, I don't like to watch TV. I, I mean, they're paying me money. I don't want to, like, just let them be vapid pits of starfish. But so we were playing. We were creatively playing, uh, and they decided to tie me to a desk chair with yarn. And they got, like, masking tape, and they put it over my face. Uh, right, and I was like, what, what game are we playing? <laughs> And they were like police state. <laughs> like, what did I, what did I do? Why am I tied to the desk chair? What did I do wrong? And they put their four-year-old heads together, and they were like, pew, 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 and they came back. You stole a laptop. I'm like, what? What the fuck? They, uh, then they took a laser pointer. They took a laser pointer to my hand, and they were like, I'm cutting off your hand. I'm like, ah, oh, ah, oh, fostering creative play. Oh, oh, it's so. And they like put the laser pointer to my foot. I'm freezing your foot. Oh, it's so cold. It's so cold. What are you doing? Oh. And then they like put it up to my chest and they were like, I'm breaking your heart. I said, Daria, you need to stop, <laughs> right? <laughs> Society is broken my heart because you guys are playing police state. And like, yeah, I stole a laptop. What, what are you like, what, what, why are you cutting off my hand? What is this, some kind of Islamic police state? 
uh, and, and they looked at me and they said, well, if you were black, we would have shot you. And I was like, ah! I totally fucked that joke up. That's a joke I've told for a long time and I haven't told it in a while and I like totally fucked up the order. So that was good to run through that. Uh, I'll, I'll, do, I'll leave you guys with my smartest jokes. You guys look like a smart crowd, right? Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the food trucks everywhere, the ubiquitous food trucks. They're everywhere and you get like a $12 burrito. And it's like Filipino with his fries and you're like, huh? I saw a brightly painted vehicle the other day and I was like, oh, holy fuck, what is that? And I went in to slake my thirst, but it was a bookmobile. Right? So I ordered a steaming hot cup of Kafka. <laughs> and when it arrived, it was a banana. And I was a giant bug. And I looked out the window and I saw melting clocks and burning giraffes. And I was like, da-da, da-da. But it was surrealism. It was a completely different movement. All right, thank you guys. Yay! Annie Bernstein! everybody Woo! your next comic coming to the stage kahuna kalista little for a sec anybody no spiegelman spiegelman's here Oh, uh, thank God I'm here. We can start the party. I brought chips and dip. Artichoke dip, right? I'm the king. I'm not going to bring you guys ranch. I'll tell you what, I'll bring ranch. I'll put a little sriracha in there. Bang! Party master. You guys, what kind of chips? You need the sturdy boat chips. I know, I'm one step ahead. Have you ever gone to like grocery? I just came from grocery outlet, but my favorite drinks are the non-alcoholic mixers, which cry out, put alcohol in me. They'll say, this is a mocktail. It just tastes like sangria. Put vodka in it. Great idea. I think everything is like Red Bull. Everything that they offer, I could put booze in. I think that's good. I <coughs> tired of people slacking off, you know? I went to get my fortune told last night and uh, sitting at the table and the woman puts down seven cards, flips one over, puts down six cards, flips one over, five, and she starts moving them around. I say, well, what, what's my fortune? And she goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just playing solitaire. I'm not working. I hate, you know what I hate? I hate when people put furniture on the sidewalk and then put a little note on it that says, free. <laughs> really? I don't have to pay to walk around your shit? That's nice of you. Okay, I can't perform when dogs are 69 in each other. I draw, I draw. It's a 68. I don't think he's even into it. He's moving his head away. Yeah, she's totally, it's unrequited. Unrequited. I'm watching a dog. Stop fucking her. Yeah, stop face fucking her. We don't like it. We don't like getting face fucked. She loves you with all her 
thank God I got here on time, right? <laughs> I was just going to do... I, uh, <clears throat> I like going to the library. I learn a lot. Uh, you know, you can take out up to 50 books in one go. 50 books, which is great because it helps me. I get these books to impress my in-laws. Before they come, I, I make chairs out of the books and tables. <laughs> and I'm like, look, I, I got furniture for you. I, uh, then you got like, a, by book, this dog's gonna get face fucked. Uh, <laughs> for the people listening, no, I, no, no skull fucking. <laughs> I, my memory is full. <laughs> I don't need to, uh, I deposited enough into the old spank bank, I don't need to see more. Dog's fucking, I can't wait tonight. <laughs> gonna fantasize about that. I went to, you could get uh, a DVD box set counts as one book. So one time I, my 50 books, I got the first 22 seasons of Law and Order. <laughs> the first 14 seasons of Law and Order SUV, SVU. <laughs> and then the remainder, and, but I don't have a DVD player, so. <laughs> kind of short. I actually have a very old DVD player. I was watching the Emoji movie but it was an old DVD player, so all the characters were just boxes with X's in them. <laughs> I had to use the context of their words to know what they are. Oh. Uh, I, I don't drink, I quit drinking. I got tired of walking into liquor stores hearing the same thing. Good morning. <laughs> Be sure to uh, get a drink here. <laughs> You know, I, uh, <laughs> I like these dogs. You know what? Uh, God, shit. I had all this stuff, right? Uh, all right, that's my time. Thanks, bye. Maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe I'm just crazy. Steelman, everybody. <laughs> all right. Next comic coming to the stage. Georgie boy. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I took some notes like I normally do. <laughs> oh, this is fucked up. Okay, like, um, you know, there's uh, like uh, Gen Con and the uh, San Francisco Con, or not San Francisco, the LA, the Comic Con and all that stuff. They decided to have one for black people, like put on by us for us. Is that whole, uh, what's that thing you so put? Uh, Daywoo. I almost called it Daywoo. Fubu. That's it. <laughs> for us, by us type shit, right? They were going to help out the LGBTQ. They were going to do the fucking disabilities. And then one like week before the, app, uh, the shit came out, they were like, oh, I'm sorry, that's not happening. And like fucked every, like you remember that, uh, what was that goddamn thing they did? Oh, the one that Ja Rule got fucking in trouble over? They did the exact same shit just to like a bunch of people who like always got shit on at every other convention. They took their money and told them to go fuck themselves. It's very cute. Anyway, that was this week, very nice. Uh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, dudes that want a brunch. I wish he was still here because that was really funny. <laughs> I was like, that's because they're scared. 
they're scared like they actually met they finally met a chick that would actually fucking talk to them and they're so fucking scared that girl's gonna leave they just they will they're gonna put it in they're gonna put it down they're gonna put it all around <laughs> they're gonna try to sell themselves with the most hardcore version of themselves like i can get it done in every room anyway so yeah and i think a lot of them are like just closeted incels they just don't know that that's been a thing for 30 fucking years and now it's like a thing so anyway uh let's see oh yeah um they were talking about that 80 percent fluids 20 percent don't know shit it's like dark matter right <laughs> we don't know what it is it could be any fucking thing uh, we can't see it we don't know what it looks like we don't know how to fucking measure it really but we know it's there right <laughs> all right man <laughs> all right and uh the fucking somebody is a tourist yeah i think the same community is like i'm a tourist i hold a grudge I hate when people say shit like that. They blame their fucking own prickadillos on their fucking astrological sign as if that means shit. <laughs> nah, man, like, I'm a fucking Gemini. You know, I'm all up and down. Like, <laughs> all right, man. How about you're just all up and down and you just, yeah, it's that thing. It's not me, it's that fucking thing, right? <laughs> it reminds me of, like, um, it reminds me of that thing I always fucking kind of fall into is, like, karma. I always talk about how karma is not a thing. People think it's a thing, but it's one of those things that's not a thing, <laughs> right? Right? Karma's a thing because people like narrative structure, okay? <laughs> that's why you like movies. Karma's a thing because you don't like a movie with an ambiguous ending, right? <laughs> Fuck, I can't see any in Rosemary's Baby. Is it really a devil? Is it all in her mind? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> That's how life goes. It just kind of goes that way, right? <laughs> it's not as if it loops in on itself. Just because you did something wrong or good, for that fucking matter, and then all of a sudden you turn around and go, <gasps> That's why this is happening to me. That's because you want to close a loop that you just can't stand. All right? Anyway. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, the other thing I heard tonight was really funny to me. People were sitting there talking about, hi, I've, uh, I've been here for like two generations. I just got here last week. It reminds me of fucking N.A., right? Nationalism Anonymous. Who gives a flying fuck, right? I don't care. I don't know when I got here. I bet you it's been a long fucking time. I know that much. Can't tell you where we're from, but I'm sure it's that way, right? <laughs> fucking hell. Grocery outlet. I used to like going to grocery outlet when I used to live in... Um, I was like living over at not Richmond. Well, when I lived in Richmond, that was kind of cool. But who was the one I used to like to go to? God damn it! No, that is fucking Richmond. Yeah, when I lived in Richmond. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I used to live in the flats. I used to squat in the flats for a while. I was like, was it there I went to grocery shopping? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that place because it's like the most like there's like Aldi's. Which is like a small stripped down version of Grocery Outlet. Grocery Outlet's like the fucking Foods Co. of like just not even non-name, non-brand, just stuff. Cans of stuff, boxes of stuff. That's it. What do you got? We got that in like road salt. What the fuck you got road salt in California? <laughs> I don't know. We got two bags. We drive them off the truck. Fuck you, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, what else do I got? Uh. A fuck about uh, the reason why nobody's here is because everybody's going to see Infinity War, <laughs> right? Didn't that open today? Thanos is coming. It's the Avengers. You've heard of the Avengers. The Iron Guy and the Green Guy. Trash Panda. 
That's what I call him. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck Rocket Raccoon. I like Groot. Groot's my man. He doesn't do shit to like mean shit. He's really kind. All he wants to do is help people. I'm a big fan of fucking Groot. Spoil it. No, <laughs> That'd be real fucked up. First night, open a night. Hey, guess what? Never mind. <laughs> All right. I, I, we're getting into the five-minute territory, so let me just do one. Yeah, that's what I figured. I'm pretty good with time. I used to work in kitchens. That's why I know fucking time, man. Fucking, I, please, tell me four minutes. God damn it. We'll do it in three. And be sitting there waiting on that last one. Getting ready to play. Getting ready to play. Getting ready to play. <laughs> I used to love working in kitchens. There's some fucked up people in kitchens. Like, they're like, <laughs> you know, like, I, I've been cooking forever, so I don't see any magic in cooking and food and shit. I always find that weird that people, like, fell in love with the food network. It's like, I, it's like food porn. People are getting low on the totem pole when you're looking at food and wanting to come. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of coming, let me end with my old favorite, old standby joke. I love it. It's the only actual joke I tell. <laughs> what can lifesavers do that guys can't? Come in five different flavors. Thank you. Good night. Give it up for George, everybody. All right, your next comic coming to the stage has new facial hair going on. He decided that he's going to be a mustache guy now. Let's give it up for Marty Cunney. I prefer to think of this as a return to mustache, uh, but that's okay for the people who haven't seen me before. Uh, I often tell people that um, it's uh, it's tough for me because I've looked like this old since I was like 14, uh, and that's kind of a problem uh, when you're hanging out with your friends in high school and everyone looks at you and assumes that you should not be legally without allowed within 500 feet of a high school. Uh, Makes it awkward, okay? But uh, and I've grown up since then. Uh, I'm trying to be a bit more cultured. Uh, and I have I, I did some traveling to do that. I uh, went to India, and after that, I was definitely more cultured. Uh, mostly my stomach culture. Uh, my international culture, missing, mixing with some domestic culture, and uh, the results were explosive. Uh, it was a bit of a culture clash. Uh, it was a bit of a problem for a while. Uh, also went to Columbia. I uh, just flew back, and boy, is my nose tired. <laughs> yeah, guys, that was a cheap, cheap joke. But so was the cocaine down there. Oh my God, it is cheap. But I do. Uh, a lot of people are very surprised uh, when I tell them that Columbia was actually the first time I ever tried cocaine, mostly because of how I dress and how I act. Uh, but I was so new to me going around and had everyone trying to sell me cocaine instead of trying to bite off of me. Uh, that was a nice change, but, uh, I don't know. It, it was weird, right? Cause I, I was like drinking all day and somebody offered me a line. I was like, yeah, you know, when in Rome you do blow, that's, that's how the saying goes, right? That's how it goes. So I went down, uh, did the line and, uh, next thing happened. I was totally sober. Uh, was talking to people's ears off about the intricacies of independent wrestling and was, uh, Reciting entire episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Cocaine made me autistic, guys. I don't know if that was what it was supposed to do. Honestly, I'm not sold on the drug. Uh, I'm not sure I'm a fan, really. Um, no, I learned a lot down in Columbia. I uh, learned a lot about the culture barrier, language barrier, things like that. I went to order black beans at a restaurant. 
Uh, anyone here speak Spanish? Any, any? Un poquito. Yeah, we got a couple. All right. Uh, what I did, uh, I said, uh, to order black beans, I said, uh, quiero uh, frijoles n-words. And uh, they were like, what? I was like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, uh, when I went to, uh, the real one that screwed me up was I went to go order a wife beater. And so I put it like right into Google Translate. And I said to the woman at the store, I said, uh, ¿Dónde está las esposas batadoras? Uh, if anyone here speaks Spanish, you know I just asked her, oh, where are your domestic abusers? Uh, can you point me out? Point me out? She's like, uh, aquí? Uh, <laughs> uh, it was, and it made me realize that that's such a weird thing, right? That we call wife beaters wife beaters. Like that's, we just named a piece of clothing after like the worst stereotype possible we could think of associated with it, right? I think we should continue with that trend. I think we should keep doing that for other pieces of clothing. Like, I don't know, instead of Crocs, let's call them cereal virgins. Uh, let's set of uh, Birkenstocks, we'll call them old lesbians. Uh, set of Capri pants, we'll call them Euro tourists. Uh, instead of bolo ties, we'll call them outspoken racists. Um, oh man, I had one more and I always forget it. Let's move on. I've uh, been missing my ex a lot, guys. Uh, missing her a lot. Because she was uh, really into choking. Uh, she was really into getting choked during sex. Uh, and I don't know if you, anyone here has ever been with someone that's really into it. But it's, it's crazy. It's, you have that deep connection, that trusting love with someone that... You know, they allow you to do that to them, but also, you know, that if they ever do anything to annoy you, you get to take it out on them later and they'll thank you for it. Oh my God, guys, it's amazing. I mean, she's looking at me one day like, you're driving way too fast. And I'm like, ha ha, you are going to get it later. Oh boy. <sighs> guys, you say, they say you miss the little things when they're gone, you know? I miss that special color purple she would turn when I got it just right. Oh, man, that little vein in her head where maybe I went a little too far. When we broke up, she didn't want to have breakup sex. Uh, can't imagine why. Uh, <laughs> made me thought I was going to try to finish the job. Uh, I don't blame her. Oh, let's see, any one-offs? Um, I just wrote down Jews. Um, I'll leave it at this, yeah. I don't know much about Jewish nomenclature, but uh, are Silversteins worth less than Goldsteins? A question I do not have the answer to, okay? All right, I've been my time. I'm Marty Cunningham. Thanks a lot, guys. Give it up for Marty, everybody. Love, love a good Steen joke. As a Bernstein, I love a good Steen joke. All right, your next cop coming to the stage, Benji. Hey guys, is this thing on? It sounds so low. I got a bunch of new stuff for you guys, I guess. Yeah. So uh, I took someone's virginity the other day. Yeah, it was pretty interesting, it was fun. But the condom broke while it was happening, you know, and I'm a gentleman, so I was like, the condom has broketh. How shall we proceed? And the first question on their mind was, is it rude to ask if you have AIDS? And I was like, no, of course not, you know, because my pee-pee is riddled with them. <laughs> so it's a good thing you asked. Um, <laughs> no, it's definitely not. 
So that was fun. Uh, it was an interesting experience, to say the least. Did you guys hear about the Golden State Killer being found? Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, in Sacramento, which is where I lived for five years. So I had a friend. I told him, I was like, yeah, they found this guy. And he's like, he lived two streets away from my aunt's house. He could have snatched me up, raped me, and killed me. I was like, you're not that good looking, honestly. But, <laughs> but me, on the other hand, you know? No. <laughs> so I was, I was glad that they caught him. It was, it was very scary to hear that. But uh, I, I decided I wanted to start making movies based on porns, you know, instead of doing it the other way. So instead of doing Two Girls, One Cup, I'm doing a thing called One Guy, One Mike, where I'm just on stage crying. <laughs> so please come and see that. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, my last girlfriend, uh, she had a weird fetish, but she wouldn't tell me what it was. So it took me a year and a half to realize it's where I pay for everything. <laughs> and then she treats me like shit, so it's fine. So we broke up, um, and now I have important questions to ask when I'm on a first date. You know, like, are you the type of person to clip your toenails on an airplane? Because if you are, I'm totally into that. <laughs> you know? Um, you know, someone said I was unrelatable the other day, as if we all, all haven't abandoned our wife and child to date an Asian stripper. <laughs> Whatever, you think you're better than me? Growing up, my parents said, you can do anything, and I took that to heart, you know? And then when I moved to San Francisco, I found that mostly to be true here. I can find an Asian midget to tap dance on my ass while she pulls my balls, but I can't find affordable housing. <laughs> so they're liars. I told them they're liars. Uh, I was reading the Bible the other day, as one does, you know? And then God started talking to me, and he's like, come forth and receive eternal life. But I was late, and I came fifth, so all I got was a toaster. You know, it was kind of a cop-out. But I did actually, I grew up Catholic, so I do like to follow in Jesus' footsteps, as in I hang out with a lot of prostitutes. But that's mostly because they're my coworkers. So it's fine. Uh, let's see. My, do uh, my friends started asking me for moral advice recently. I told them that was a bad idea because I had gotten a dog recently, so that way girls would hit on me at the park, right? But then the dog started getting more attention than me, so I had to put it down. <laughs> you know, that happens. I was in Castro the other day, and I got stuck on this bench, and I, I couldn't get up for some reason, so I was trying to get some help, and I was like, I can't stand gay people, you know? But <laughs> no one helped me up, I don't know why. I was on that bench for a week. Uh, I ha another important question I have, you know, when I'm starting to date somebody is like, what type of morning person are you? You know, when you get in the shower and you have to poop, do you like, are you the type of person that like dries off and then you go poop? Or do you just like get the seat wet, you know, and you deal with it after? Or are you like me, where you just like poop in your hand and then like dunk it in the toilet, you know? It's an important question. Whatever. <laughs> uh... My mom told me, she, I was talking to her the other day, she's like, are you still doing that comedy thing? And I was like, still? I was like, are you still dating that asshole? Yeah, well tell dad I said hi. <laughs> so, uh, I came out to my parents actually recently, not as gay, but as a comic, you know? I wish it was about being gay, they probably would have understood more. 
They're like, why are you going to bars late at night? Is it to meet dudes? I was like, no, it's to get fake attention from strangers. It's mostly men, you know? They're like, that sounds like the same thing. <laughs> so, can't avoid it no longer. Thanks guys, I'm Benji. You guys, I tried to ghost Jesus a couple of weeks ago, and he sent me a text that thinking about me was giving him a resurrection. And I was like, okay, Jesus, I'll let you finger bang me. But then his hands were tied up. Okay, let's keep this going, you guys. <laughs> let's give it up for our next comic, Toothbrush. I didn't say stop. Keep going, man. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Why are you so kind? Put up on the beautiful host. God damn it. Yeah, there's a lot of money in there. Shit. Yeah. I'm on money. God damn. Friday's a money day. What's up, my ninjas? Y'all good? Man, crazy. Um, I just got married. Thank you. Yeah, I'm a happy man. I just got married because I got DUI. Because I could finally get around thanks to my wife. My wife hates it, though. She starts saying, I need my own space. I need my privacy, cause I go everywhere she goes, right? <laughs> like she be like, leave me a fuck alone, so, cause I gotta go. I'm like baby, where are you going? I gotta go to work. I'm like, damn, you go to work? She say, yeah. Man, let me roll with you. You guys got a nice gym at the work. Let me work in for free and a free lunch. It's crazy. Oh, she got one. She she working in one of those tech company that. Got pretty much got everything, like a yoga class. <laughs> I don't know why they have a yoga class. Uh, one of those, like, a little X-shape thing in you going. Supposedly, like, it makes you relax, I guess. Uh, just all kind of, like, a gadget. <laughs> it's nice. I could live there. Should stop paying the mortgage. <laughs> live in there. Moving into the work. Um... I'm gonna do this. Um, do you guys have a friend that uh, you know he's real cool or she's real cool? You always roll with, but you can trust the guy. You do or you you do? You can't. You do? Yeah, I got one of those those guys. Uh, I have a friend who is a blind person. He can't see shit, and um. Yeah. We can clear what? Oh, he can't say shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's a real cool guy. I always roll with him. But I can't trust that dude. Um you know, he's like always up to something, but you don't really know what's going on. He's kinda of like a Stevie Wonder kind of guy. You know. 
You saw him on the TV. You know, he shaved the head. You know, look like a milk dot. You know, he's kind of guy and a guy. He's always doing something, but he doesn't. You don't really know what he's up to. And uh, this dude asked me if he could touch my face. <laughs> so he could feel how I look like. And I'm kind of person that I always like think about, care about people, but always comes out long, comes out wrong. So I said, "Oh, you got, you can't touch my face before wash my, uh, before wash your, before wash your hands." And um, he didn't wash it, so I, he still don't know what I look like. <laughs> I don't know if I'm rude. Uh, well, like, I feel like a woman, though. I felt like a really woman that, uh, you know, when he asked me because it was my really first time, somebody told me, like, you know, they could touch my face, feel it, what I look like. It feel like a girl who's losing a virginity. That's where I might get to. Never, people never asked me before. I don't know what to do. Came out too soon. <laughs> Is it too soon? Is he a right guy <laughs> to touch my face? His hands are cream. I don't even know. How soon is it too soon? <laughs> I had all kind of questions in my head. And I got the light. And I got dogs. Dogs! What's up, dogs? <laughs> Two of them. It was a pit. What a pit. Oh, it's cutie. God damn. Behaving too. I hate people get a wrong idea that people's just aggressive and killing people or whatnot. No, it's really like how you raise a dog. I mean, worst dog in the whole world is a fucking little one. Yeah. 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 Like a C2 or Yoki's the worst. Motherfucker barks. And the people think they're cute. They bark, but like one big dog bark once, all of a sudden, oh, that motherfucker's scary. I gotta stay away from him. But you know, little dogs are usually crazy ones. But anyway, leave that note to that, and I gotta go. Thank you. Toothbrush, everybody. Also, let's make sure that we give some love to Mutiny Radio in the form of cash. Because we, we want it to stay here. So let's just do that. And I think that's it. Woo! Happy weekend. Good night. Thank you to Annie Bernstein and everything else. Let's have a wonderful night. Mutiny Radio style. Have a great Friday.
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2pm. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2pm. brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere fun. every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a pass.
password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. They're more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you circling the base 10 times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, We've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Coming at these bitches and all these snitches, hitting switches, going back to riches. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. 
I love their, their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com You want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, six to eight 